Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Hey guys, let me ask you a question. Have you ever had the insanely frustrating experience of having this girl you really like, you try to talk to her as often as you can, you try your best to flirt with her, but all of a sudden when you try to ask her out on a date or you try to make a move, she says, let's just be friends. Have you ever had the experience of going out to a bar or a party somewhere and you get a girl's number, you think she likes you, but then she, it becomes abundantly clear she's just trying to be your friend. I mean, it's frustrating, isn't it? So what, what is the difference between some guys who just never seem to get the let's just be friends chat and other guys who just women never seem to see them in a sexual light. They just seem to see them as a mate. Well, over the past 10 years, you know, I've been working as a dating coach and I've been working with guys helping them get through this. And what I'm going to share with you today is five strategies to get women to see you sexually and to crave and desire you sexually. It's not that hard when you know how. So keep watching, and I hope you learn something of value today. So without any further ado, let's get rolling here with strategy number one, which is you're going to have to make her work for your attention. Now, here's the thing. I've heard, I've read a lot of guides on dating and pickup, and a lot of these guides say you got to play hard to get. Rubbish. You are not playing hard to get. If you're playing hard to get, you're doing it wrong, okay? You are going to be hard to get. And this is really, really important because unless you're a really smooth actor, unless you're really great at mimicking behaviors, it's going to be almost impossible for you to pretend to be hard to get when when inside you just want to you just want to have her no matter what. And this is the big mistake that a lot of guys make. They see a cute girl and they in their minds they get so obsessed with the notion that because she's hot, I must be able to attract her. That they forget to take a step back and say, well, she's cute, but what else? Right? And if she doesn't have the things that I want, I'm going to walk away from her. And this is missing for most of the guys that I work with. And it's a huge turnoff for women because women can smell that desperation a mile off. See, when you talk to a cute girl, because I know a lot of guys will say to me, Damien, but here's the thing. Women have all the power. They have all the power because we approach them. We approach them because we like them and they get to decide whether to accept us or not. But that's rubbish. That's 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 bullcrap. The amount of times that I approach a girl that's cute and I walk away, not because she doesn't like me or because I think it's going to crash and burn, but because I don't like her. The amount of times that happens is roughly equal to the amount of times I approach a girl I think is cute and she rejects me. There's no power imbalance that I'm experiencing here. But what's actually happening is that I'm being hard to get. I am hard to get. I'm not pretending anything, right? My mindset is one that you guys need to adopt as well. And this is the mindset that I try to give to my clients is, okay, I've approached you because I think you're cute, but I'm going to stay only if you've got other qualities that I'm looking for. And those other qualities can be a whole bunch of things. It depends on whether you're looking for a hookup or you're looking for a long-term relationship or anything else in between. You are there to work out if there's more to her. That's what you're there for. See, most guys, they approach a cute girl and what they're there for is to make her like me. Right? So you go in and you're like, I hope she likes me. I hope she likes me. I hope she likes me. And women can feel that. Like you're trying to make her like you. And that's a turnoff. That is, that is starting to put you directly into that friend zone because you're supplicating way too much. It's not a sexy thing for a woman to experience from a man. 
Instead, what you want to do is you want to approach a woman and you want to be going in there saying like, you know, do I like you? Do I like you? Do I like you? Can you convince me that I should like you? If that's your mindset, if that's what you're going in there with, that's going to be far more attractive because women then feel like they have to work to earn your affections. And when we work for something, we value it far more highly. And it's sexy. No woman wants the guy who will be with her, who will, who will be with any woman just because he's cute. No woman wants that. It's just not a sexy thing. So that's number one. You got to be hard to get. You got to make her work for it. And you're not trying to do it in a cocky, arrogant way. No, you just, you just got to know what you want. Like know what kind of chick you want. And if she's not the kind of chick, despite the fact she's hot, walk away. I guarantee if you start doing that, your confidence is going to go up. And women are going to find you more attractive. And they're going to find you more attractive, not just because you're making them work for it, but because your self-confidence has gone up. So that's point number one. All right. So strategy number two sounds simple, but I'm going to explain it and you'll see that it's quite nuanced. So strategy number two is you've got to be empowered, not perfect. See, what a lot of guys are thinking when they go and they talk to a woman is they're trying to pretend to be super confident. Like they're not confident. They're feeling scared of shit. <laughs> they're feeling nervous as crap. They see this girl, they're talking to her and they're like, yes, this is great. I have this brilliant salary and I have this great job. Oh, look at me. And they've, they've kind of got this whole perfection persona that they're trying to create. And that's not, that's not quite hitting the mark. That's not quite what women are looking for. See, women aren't looking for perfection. Perfection is boring. And if you need an example of that, I don't know, look at any Hollywood movie ever made, right? There is never a character who's perfect. Okay, every character has flaws and anyone who writes stories knows it's the flaws that makes us fall in love with the character. It makes the characters attractive, it makes the character sexy. There's no, there's, there's no movie you can point out where there's a character who's perfect, who's got it all sorted out. That's human. And when we pretend to be perfect, what happens is we become unrelatable. And when women find a guy unrelatable, when she can't sink her teeth into anything about his personality because he's perfect, she loses interest and she loses interest fast. And it also feels very try hard because we know when no one's perfect. And so when you're constantly trying to pretend to be confident, especially pretending to be confident, because when guys pretend to be super confident, they often come across as cocky or arrogant or self-obsessed and all those things in general are turnoffs. So what does empowered mean? And what does that mean as opposed to perfection? Well, empowered is this. Um, empowered is a man who knows life's difficult, who knows that things are imperfect, whose life isn't perfect, but is in charge of the direction that his life takes, right? So a person who's empowered feels like they're in control of their lives. Not that their life is perfect, but that they're in control of it, right? That they're moving things on purpose in the direction they want them to go. A perfect person who's disempowered is a person who, who feels about their life like, oh, woe is me. Oh, everything's happening to me and there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm a victim of circumstance and that's disempowered. Now, disempowered is very, very unsexy. And empowered, the more empowered a man feels, the more sexy he is to a woman. In fact, the more sexy a woman is to a man as well, the more empowered she is. But it's really, really attractive feature in a man. And so what empowered looks like, empowered is like, if you approach a woman and you're feeling really nervous, right? And you're like, you're shaking or you're saying random stuff because your brain isn't thinking really clearly. Empowered is like, wow, you know what? I'm feeling super nervous right now. So my brain has come to a complete standstill. My apologies for that. But uh, you are really cute. And I do want to try to get to know you. So, you know, you have to ignore my ramblings a little bit here. And then asking another question. That That's empowered. That's like saying, hey, I'm nervous as shit. My brain's not working properly. Crap, crap, crap. But, you know, I do want to talk to you. So 
let me try to pursue on further here. That kind of, um, it's confidence in your inconfidence, right? It's, 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 you, you're admitting that everything isn't perfect, but you're in control of it. And, you know, it's the, you know, women love firemen who, who run into burning buildings to save kittens, not because he's fearless, but because he feels fear and he's willing to take action anyway. That's empowered. So, yeah, it's really, really important thing. And it's a really sexy thing for a woman to feel a man who's empowered. You know, if you, if you, for example, are living at home and you're feeling insecure about that, find an empowered vantage point to describe that situation to her, right? Don't just say, oh, yeah, I live with my parents because um, I'm, I'm a poor uni student. So what does the empowered version of that sound like? So the empowered version of that is, well, you know, right now I'm so focused on my career that I'm, I'm just staying at home with my parents and studying this uni degree because I've always wanted to do this and I'm damn well going to get this degree and I'm trying to save as much money as I can so that as soon as the degree's done, I can hit the ground running. That's empowered. That's not, I'm a bum living with my parents and I've got no money. That's, I'm a man who's focused on what he wants and I'm going to get it. Women will respect and find that sexy. They're not going to hate on you because you live at home, right? But it's, it's like that for a lot of, a lot of the, Details about yourself that aren't ideal, if you put it in an empowered context, it's going to be sexy. If you describe it in a disempowered way, you feel disempowered in your life, women are going to be turned off by you. So the third strategy is that you need to be able to make women feel like they're really unique. You need to be able to make them feel like they're intriguing to you. And you need to be able to make them feel sexy as hell. But the key is that they need to have earned it. And this is a, I guess this is an area where a lot of men struggle because a lot of men feel like, well, I've been giving women compliments all my life and women just see me as a friend. In fact, I give nothing but compliments and they still see me as a friend. Yeah. Um, let me go into this in a little bit more detail because this is an important distinction. Compliments alone, giving compliments is an art form because we have to give compliments only when they're earned and sparingly. So people have to work for them. One of my very first clients actually pointed this out to me when he was watching me do an approach. And he said, you know that girl that I had you, I asked you to go and approach for me? She wasn't that hot. There were plenty of hotter women in the bar. But you, you made her feel like she was the center of your world in that moment, you know? And you made her feel like you would, you would walk away at any time if she didn't impress you. I could see that, like that, that, that vibe was there. You were willing to walk away. But while she had your attention, you gave it to her and you made her feel good about herself. And the more better you made her feel about herself, herself, the more she wanted to hang out with you. It was incredible. Because making a woman, making a person feel good about themselves is not a bad thing, right? It's human nature. We all love people who make us feel good about ourselves. But when they, only when they feel like they've earned it. So how do you make a woman feel like she's earned it? Well, I'll give you an example. Imagine I see a girl in a club and I walk over and I talk to her. Now, the second I walk over and say hello, like I, I, she's got laser vision. She's got my entire attention. And I'll interact with her. And the second she says things that I don't like about herself, what's happening, this is organic. This isn't like a form of manipulation. This is because this is how I'm feeling. The second she says things that I'm not, you know, aren't great about herself, I'll take a step back, right? I'll start to break eye contact. I'll lose some eye contact with her. She can feel that all of a sudden that laser focus is moving away. And any time that she says things to me that I really do like about her, that's a turn on to me, that's really great, I all of a sudden, bam, center of focus, center of attention, right? So what happens is that I'm there and at any time that I'm feeling turned on, that I'm enjoying the interaction with her, bam, she's everything. Anytime she says things, she does things that I don't like, she starts to lose me. And this is true because the more things she says that I don't like, again, it comes to point one, she's got to work for it. I'm going to leave if she says enough things I don't like. So I'm on my way out. And then she pulls me back in. 
That's number one. That's her feeling like she's the center of my world, like she can be the center of my world. But the second thing is that she's intriguing. And this is really, this is a mindset thing. Because when you walk over and you talk to a woman, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to find something about her that I find genuinely interesting, other than the fact she's got great boobs, right? If you can't find anything in a woman that you find genuinely interesting, walk away. There are plenty of really uninteresting women in the world. You shouldn't be trying to shag them all or date them all. Definitely not, right? So yeah, you're trying to find, and you get good at finding things that are really interesting about a woman. And once you do what I do, when I find something about her that's really interesting, I'll say, that's really cool. Like a really genuine comment. And I'll say, that's really cool. I've never heard of that before. Tell me more about it. How does that work? Like, how did you even get into that? So what I'm doing is I found something interesting and intriguing. And I'm really, I'm letting you know how fascinating and intriguing I'm finding it. So I'm letting you know that she's interesting and intriguing. And we all want to feel that, right? But we only... That's only going to work if we've, if we've earned it. You know, if I talk to a girl and I say, what do you do? And she says, I'm a dental assistant. I'm a dental um, hygienist. And I said, oh, wow, that's fascinating. Tell me all about that. It's going to sound fake and she's not, she's going to lose interest, right? It's got to be genuine. It only works when it's genuinely something you think is fascinating and interesting. So that's step two. That's the genuinely fascinating and interesting. And once she's done that, so once I've reached that point with her and I can, and then what I do is I say, hey, is she responding to me? Is she flirting back with me is when I tease and banter with her is she returning that to me when she's doing that that's when I reward her right and I say all right now what I'm going to do is I'm going to give her a really genuine compliment about how she looks and I'm going to give her I'm going to let her know that I think she's sexy right so for example I might be talking to her she's talking about something that's really genuine and fascinating I say you know what I to me a woman who's who's really intelligent like that that is so sexy that is such a turn on in a woman right I've made her feel sexy. I've told her that she's sexy. That's a turn on, right? But it, does that feel sleazy? Not in the context of where we are in the conversation, right? Because she's worked for it. She's earned that compliment. And so I've become good at making women feel unique uh, and interesting and fascinating and sexy. And when women feel that, boy, oh boy, are they going to want to take that further with you, right? Because we are drawn to people who make us feel good about ourselves. But to be able to really do that, that is, that's an art form. So, you know, work on that. Work on making people feel genuinely good about themselves. But again, when they've worked for it. Strategy number four shouldn't come as a surprise. Okay. Strategy number four is you got to be able to tease and banter and have fun. Um, you know, I've often said that rapport is like liking. When we have rapport with someone, we like them. When we laugh with someone, when, we, when we're teased and banter, that's when we're turned on by someone. And honestly, that's what most of flirting with a girl is all about. If you get a woman laugh, I mean, there are multiple studies that show the more a woman laughs at a guy, the more a guy makes a woman laugh, the more likely she is to be sexually interested in him. Go ahead and do your research. I mean, there's tons of it. There's oodles of it. In fact, there's research into types of humor, like negative humor, sarcastic humor, positive humor, all that kind of stuff. Look into it. There's a whole bunch of research there. But the key takeaway is that the more you get a woman laughing, the more she's likely to want to hang out with you. And even better if some of that laughing is you making fun of, fun of her in a playful, affectionate way, right? Teasing and banter, right? Having some fun at her expense, but not in a cruel way. That is so powerful. And I think that a lot of guys, they wonder why women don't like them. Like they'll have a five minute interaction with a woman. I get it in five minutes. Daytime interaction of saying you can't do all these things about making you feel good and doing the sexual compliment but you sure as shit can be funny. And so when guys have really short interactions and, and they get a girl's number and wonder why she doesn't call back, my first go-to is, was it fun? 
Because if the interaction wasn't fun, why the hell does she want to see you again, right? After just five minutes. But if the interaction was fun, heck, heck, she's damn well going to want to see you again. Um, but yeah, humor's big. If, if you make a woman laugh, if I make, if I try to pick up a woman without making her laugh, my odds of like laugh a lot and having a good time, my odds of actually successfully getting in a bed, uh, they're reduced by like 90%, man. You know, it's like four times less likely I'm going to have any kind of sexual success with a woman. So that's a big one. And speaking of big ones, it's going to lead me into point five, which is you got to smell good. Now, have you ever had this experience, right? We're talking to a woman and you see a girl and she's, yeah, she's okay. She's okay. Attractive enough, I guess. Not amazing. But then you get close to her and you can smell her and you're like, oh, it's not like your heart skips a beat and you're like, oh, suddenly you want her a lot more, right? Smell is powerful. It's super powerful. In fact, if you look at the emotional part of the human brain um, and you look at other mammals, um, our emotional limbic system has actually taken the place of the olfactory system. Like it's grown into the olfactory system and other, and, and other mammals' brains. So where other mammals are dedicating tons of brain space, brain capacity relative to the brain size for smell, we've co-opted a lot of that for emotions. So, so it shouldn't be a surprise that smell and emotion are really, really deeply, intimately linked inside of our brains. So you got to smell great. In fact, if you don't smell good, uh, if you smell bad, your, your odds of success drop to zero, literally. Now, I don't just mean like body odor. I mean also your breath. Because a lot of guys get the body odor thing right, but breath, they get all wrong. Um, you know, the amount of times I have clients where I've got them out and, and I, I'm talking to them and I can smell really bad breath. They're never going to get anywhere with women. So you got to get that, you know, you floss, brush regularly, get your teeth looked after, have like mints on you all the time. So your breath is good. Um, you know, and the thing is with deodorant is you gotta, you can't use too much because women always have a better sense of smell than men. And also you acclimatize to your own sense of smell. So even though you're, you've got deodorant on, you might not smell, um, um, aftershave, you know, on, you might not smell it. So the key is to put on, put it on a small amount, like from a distance, a big distance, a couple of sprays. That's it. Because women are going to smell it once they get close. Once they get within talking distance, they'll smell it. And it's going to be a huge, huge turn on. As far as picking a really great smell for yourself, you've got to realize that, um, different, um, different smells work on different bodies in different ways. So what I highly suggest is if you've got a female friend, um, Try to get her out to help you pick a, a smell for yourself. Don't try to pick it alone. The other thing that can be really great or doubly great is take a girl on a first date. Go on a first date with her and say, hey, would you be able to help me pick a deodorant for myself? Um, um, so if you do that with her, you're going to find that the type of woman you're going to like is going to be helping you find a good smell for yourself. And she's going to smell the whole date, smell, spend the whole date smelling you. <laughs> and that's that's a very primal sexual thing, guys. So you get a woman smelling you for the whole date. Hmm. Big, big thumbs up. So yeah, guys, if you do all those five things, women are going to be way more sexually attracted to you. And it's hard. I mean, to hear me talk is, I know it's simple, but putting these strategies into place is simply a matter of being mindful of it. Starting to create goals for yourself. Like take notes, like rewatch this video and take notes about what I've talked about, you know, to do with making women work for their compliments, making women work for your attention, your affection, but when they do, rewarding them like fiercely for it, you know? Um, so being a higher value man, being harder to get, smelling great and making a woman laugh, you do those things, man, your success with women is gonna skyrocket.
That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care, and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.